Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. God, how I miss the blue eyes already. Hello, Glenn Kirshner. Good morning, Steph. I hate that I can't see you. I know. I know. We're, <laughs> we're, having, we're having rain in L.A., which means everything else is canceled. Um, uh. <laughs> so let's talk. Uh, you tweeted, Ivanka and Jared get subpoenaed. Donald is about to be indicted. So the question arises, who will throw who under the bus? Um, you actually answered your own question. You said once Trump is indicted, he'll throw everyone <laughs> on whom he has compromising information under the bus. It's what narcissists do. So what do you foresee here? You know, given the one-two justice punch this week of Fonnie Willis down in Georgia and Jack Smith up in D.C., you know, first of all, it it really looks like accountability is finally on the horizon. Um, And I I think once Donald Trump is indicted, I prosecuted a lot of narcissists. Once (laughs) they decide to cooperate and uh, plead guilty, and not all of them do. Some of them will, you know, hold out. They'll want their trial and we'll give Donald Trump his trial and he'll be convicted. Um, but if he senses that, you know, there's something in it for him, if he starts giving up others, he will give up everybody. I mean, he'll yep. give up he'll give up his wife. He'll give up his children. He'll give up everybody if it means one minute less of Say it prison slower. time for him. That's what I would expect uh, Donald Trump to do. Well, that's what Michael Cohen's been saying forever. Um, Let me run one other tweet by you. Uh, Black Knight tweets, Jared and Ivanka have some fun decisions to make when they testify to Jack Smith's grand jury. They can't change the story they gave the J6 committee, but they also don't know what other witnesses have told Smith. So no matter what, they could get busted for lying. Yes, but here's the thing. Um, we will often let witnesses cure the perjury. That's a term of art in criminal justice circles. So it was not at all unusual, Steph, for me to present somebody to the grand jury for the first time. And because they were scared, because they were loyal to the target of the investigation, because they had a fear of self-incrimination, they lied. Happens every day. We will often give them the opportunity to cure the perjury, which means going back into the grand jury and saying, okay, Mm. I was trying to protect Donald Trump. I was trying to protect myself. I was afraid of being a snitch. I'm sorry I lied. Here is the truth. Uh. And we will, in essence, give them a pass for the prior perjury because we never want to take our eyes off the prize, which is the biggest criminal 
fish. So it wouldn't surprise me if Jack Smith worked something out to address Ivanka and Jared's lies to the J6 committee. There's little doubt that they lied. I mean, Ivanka said, I couldn't recall my father calling the vice president of the United States a pussy, even though there's <laughs> lots of evidence that she heard it, she repeated it, she discussed it with others. Mm. She wasn't willing to say it before the J6 investigators, which constitutes technically not perjury, but what we call a 1001 false statement. Uh, it's, it's virtually the same thing as perjury. So I think Jack Smith will give them the opportunity to cure the perjury without any penalty, because what they want is the incriminating evidence yeah. against Donald Trump. Mm. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. So let me run the good, speaking of Pence, the good and bad headlines by you. Special counsel asked judge to compel Mike Pence to testify before uh, uh, in the January 6th probe. And then Mike Pence's effort to block J6 testimony could succeed, experts say. Hugo Lowell tweeted, Vice President Pence not expected to ignore grand jury subpoena entirely, but would assert a speech or debate for questions related to his presiding over the J6 joint session, which could prevent the special counsel from obtaining key testimony. Can, can you explain that to us? Um, I, I can, and I disagree with the legal experts who say that Mike Pence can successfully assert that he was a member of Congress mm -hmm. who's entitled to speech right. or debate clause <laughs> protection. Here's why you have to read, and they have. I'm not trying to demean the legal experts. There's a lot of people with a whole lot more gray matter than me, right? What do I know, a gutter kid from Jersey? <laughs> but when you read the Supreme Court cases, they say if a member of Congress is acting within, quote, the legitimate legislative sphere then they will enjoy speech or debate clause protection. I don't care what anybody tries to sell us. Mike Pence is not a legislator. Thank he does you. not work within the legitimate legislative sphere. The whole point behind speech or debate clause protection, Steph, mm -hmm. is you want to preserve the, the, the integrity and the free flow of ideas in the legislative process not in the ceremonial, ceremonial opening yep. of the envelopes process on January 6th. I do not believe the courts 
will extend speech or debate protection to Mike Pence because it's contrary to what the Supreme Court has said about the nature of what is a sweeping absolute privilege when you're a member of Congress involved in legislating. So I am, but, but here's what I'm so thrilled about, Steph. Jack Smith is on the offensive. Can I just tell yeah. you the way we ordinarily litigate these privileges? And you've seen it play out before. Jack Smith subpoenas somebody, puts him in the grand jury, asks him six hours worth of questions. The witness invokes all kinds of privileges, bogus or otherwise. Then they have to package it all up. They have to file briefs. They have to set arguments. They have to go to the courts. And it takes months and months and months. You know what Jack Smith did? He went on the offensive. He preemptively, he, he served the subpoena on Mike Pence on, on uh, February 9th, two weeks ago. Two weeks later, he's filing offensive motions in court saying, I'm not even going to wait for all that, yep. for him to go in and, and assert a bunch of bogus privileges. I'm on offense. In fact, I'm running a two-minute on offense. I want a preemptive ruling from the court that he doesn't have those privileges, and let's get this justice show on the road. Not only is Jack Smith running a two-minute offense right now, um, but before he was appointed on November 18th, just three months ago, DOJ couldn't even get out of the damn locker room. They yeah. couldn't even set foot on the field and run a play. Look at what Jack Smith has done, subpoenaing a vice president, former chief of staff, a White House counsel, deputy White House counsel. For God's sakes, he subpoenaed the criminal defense attorneys representing Donald Trump. And, Steph, I can promise you we almost never do that. Yeah. He is going 100 miles an hour toward accountability, and we have got to all be behind him and support him. Mm. This is fantastic news. Uh, your, my second favorite tweet of yours is, Trump will soon be taking the midnight train to Georgia. Come on, Glenn. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but you said, will DA Fonny Willis pursue a narrow, focused indictment or a sweeping RICO indictment of Trump and company? What is your take? No, sweeping RICO is the way to go. So, Steph, I, I prosecuted lots of what I call standalone murder cases. I think, I think that's, cases um, they did that in Karate Kid, didn't they? The sweeping Rico? That yes. was the, yeah. yeah, that was the sweeping the Rico. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. yeah, justice on, justice off. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, but here's the thing, Steph. I tried a lot of standalone murder cases, which would be the narrow way to go. You, you bring one charge or one marquee charge. The problem with that is the jury doesn't have the power of context. They don't get a full picture and appreciation of all of the criminal conduct of Donald Trump and his corrupt associates. So what happens is, you know, the defense team focuses like a laser beam on just that one charge and tries to defeat it, tries to undercut the proof beyond a reasonable doubt. If you bring I tried Rico cases, Steph, when I throw 100 crimes at the jury appropriately, lawfully and ethically, when I throw 100 crimes at the jury, that this one defendant or this one criminal organization was committing over time, the jury gets the power of context. They're like, this isn't just about one crime, one solicitation of election fraud. This is a, a gosh darn pattern. Mm. These are bad guys. Yeah. These are career criminals. You have to go wide. You have to go broad. You have to put all of the crimes in one indictment that the law allows you to join in one indictment. Let the defense files motions to sever. We can win those motions. Give the jury the power of context and they will hold these people accountable. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So the question of the week, of course, we have to ask. The chatty Georgia (laughs) Grand Jury forewoman. Mm -hmm. God. (laughs) Does this have any effect legally or not? You know, we're pressing I, I I I am quick to anger when people, not you guys, but when when the Trump, you know, loyalists and flunkies and lackeys start mocking a 30 year old young woman because, yes, yeah, she's quirky and she communicates in, an, you know, an unusual way. Guess what? We're all quirky in our own way. She's a 30 year old young woman who was selected to be four woman of that jury who the judge said to her and everybody else on that special grand jury. You are permitted to go speak to the media, and here are the, the, the ground rules and the parameters, none of which she violated. I was so happy to see Judge McBurney give that interview to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution saying what she did was absolutely appropriate. In fact, she could have talked about more, but she didn't. God bless him for coming out and providing a little transparency and having her back because she did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Is it unusual? Is it unsettling? Yes, because typically in most jurisdictions, grand jurors are not permitted to talk about what happens in the grand jury. In Georgia, they are. Okay. The only prohibition okay. is yeah. she can't talk about their deliberations. Mm. So I don't want to hear that this has any legal consequences or will, you know, will inure to Trump's benefit. It won't. Yeah. So let's talk about Fox for a minute. You said emails between Fox News hosts exposed Fox's intentional election fraud lies. Here's what the government can and should do about it. That was my question. You said because the uh, hashtag justice matters. Mm-hmm. But um, I, that's what I had, you know, had that question is, you know, how aren't they legally also liable for this incitement of violence based on, again, as people are saying, it's intentional. The volume of emails and texts showing they know they were lying is what makes it so... Um, damning isn't it yeah and this is this is a a a big topic for me this week they are liable certainly in the civil sense are they criminally responsible there's only one way to find out that pursue criminal charges let let me just run this to ground real quick when i hear people the the dems more often than not say we can't do anything because of the first amendment free speech sweeping protections and there's this case called Brandenburg that sets a very high bar for holding people accountable for lies that are likely to incite violence, right? When, when I hear people throw up their hands and give up before they even enter the fray because they claim the First Amendment doesn't allow us to do anything about hate speech and false speech that is likely to incite violence, I ask this question. Do the Republicans sit around and say, boy, we'd like to pass legislation that would revoke a woman's constitutional privacy rights, but Roe v. Wade, so we can't do it. <laughs> no. What do they do? They do it, 
and then they do it again and again. They did the same thing with their hateful Muslim ban. They did it four yeah. times before they could find five hateful Supreme Court justices that would side with them. They fight these battles. We don't fight these battles. We yeah. throw up our hands. Well, you... And we say there's 50-year-old precedent, Brandenburg, that says First Amendment protects this. No, let's go on the offensive and try to fight these battles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you said it best. You said it's time for the federal government to step up, deal with phone news organizations intentionally spreading incendiary lies that are likely to, perhaps even intended to, incite imminent violence. Um, that's the fire in a crowded theater line to me. But, uh, Glenn, so much good stuff. We don't, we don't, we don't need to have enough time. But we will, say, we will talk to you again next week. Thanks, Deb. All love right. you. See you All guys. right, love you. Thank See you, Glenn. There he goes. Ugh, never enough time.